Patriots, assemble! We don't mess around. We don't waste time. Over here at His Hard Line. Let's go! Let's go! Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. Welcome to the show. Let's get started. Greetings and good day to all of you, ladies and gentlemen out there. I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ, our sovereign Lord and Savior at our side because he is the host with the most. And let's not forget the most high and he is in charge. He is in the captain's chair at the helm and behind the wheel. Therefore, he is steering this great ship through these crazy rough waters that we call life. So welcome to His Heart Line. Today is Friday. Happy Friday. Friday, July 21st, 2023. And you are listening to episode 580, Rescuing the Week. And we will be doing a reading out of Psalm 50. But first, our daily disclaimer for all the Karens and Darrens out there. I want to clarify that I am not a doctor, holistic health expert, financial advisor, pastor, priest, deacon, biblical scholar, or bar lawyer. I do not possess any titles of nobility or offer any legal advice. I do not have any political degrees or have had any involvement with any unconstitutional three-letter corrupt agencies like the CIA or FBI. And while I am, yes, an active member of the Michigan General General Assembly and advocate for your participation in your local General General Assemblies, I am not the face or voice of any national, state, or county assembly. And I want to emphasize that I am, have no affiliation with any other groups who try to mimic the lawful assembly, such as the American state's Assembly, National Liberty, Life Force, Beacon 37, RUSA. I think it might be also prudent to put in here uh, Tactical Civics. That's another one. I think I need to add that in there. Or any other organization out there that's beyond and outside the Michigan model. I have never participated in any fraudulent status correcting associated with AVR, Bobby Lawrence, or David Lester Strait and Company. And furthermore, I do not endorse or advocate for violence, please note that the opinions, thoughts, and statements expressed are solely my own unless otherwise referenced. So there you go. In fact, I'm going to add that right now. And tactical. I'm just typing this in. Civics. Because let me tell you something. These people are relentless and they do. they will do anything that they can to destroy the assembly. They will do anything they can to destroy the assembly so um 
I'm just going to just say it for what it is. There's a lot of scumbags out there who think they are running an app, you know, an actual operational meeting. They think they're running an operational uh, assembly. But let's also just remind the boys and girls out there, shall we? These people can continue to pretend that they know what they're doing. They can pretend that they're operating a lawful assembly. These people can pretend and play house all they want. But what makes a solid house a house? Well, you need a foundation to have a house, number one. And around that foundation, you got walls. And then above those walls, you have a a roof. They can't build the walls or the roof because they don't have any foundation. See, they're missing some things, these people, including the divisive ones here that think they are running lawful assemblies. They don't have everything that they need to have that foundation underneath them. So. While there are certain groups out there who think they are conducting lawful business under the guise of the name of the assembly of said state, depending on whatever state that is, you just need to remember they don't have all that they need. These people try so hard to get all that they need. They're not going to get all that they need. And yes, they may have their work cut out for them, but they will never, ever ever get what they need because they are reprobates they are inadequate they are de facto they are swampy and they're just not going to be able to do what they need to do to take control sorry that's not how that works so continue to play house enjoy yourselves and uh I shall enjoy that show. So anyway, I want to start off with reading a couple of uh, Bible verses real quick that go beyond Psalm 51. I want to read Psalm 82, verses 3 through 4. Defend the poor and fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and needy. Deliver the poor and needy and free them from the hand of the wicked. Isaiah 117. Learn to do good. Seek justice. Rebuke the oppressor. Defend the fatherless and plead for the widow. And Luke 18, 16, but Jesus called them to him and said, let the little children come to me and do not forbid them for of such is the kingdom of God. So why don't I read those? Well, if you go back to the title, like I was saying, the title of the show is rescuing the week. There is a lot of rescuing that needs to happen, not just with children, but with women, trafficked women, trafficked children. The elderly, I mean, we've seen a huge assault on our elderly during the COVID scandemic while they were getting shoved in these assisted living homes and nursing homes with other people that were sick. And they were just basically killing them off by getting them exposed to other people who were sick. We need to protect and rescue the weak. That is what we do. That is what the people who are called by God are doing. Look, this podcast, I find a lot of enjoyment out of. It's like when I used to DJ, except I used to make money DJing. I don't make money doing this. And that's not my point. It's like doing this podcast. I got called by God to do this, right? 
And I kept hemming and hawing about doing this because I knew it would take a lot of time. And it does. You know, I'm on my day off today, but, you know, here I am. And I'm not saying that because I want praise or accolades or anything like that. That's not where I'm getting at. When we're called by God to do something, we don't really fully understand what exactly it is he's calling us to do. And while we're doing it, maybe a year, two, three, even five years into it, we may not see the uh, ripple effects that that is creating out in the ether and out beyond the, 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 the perception beyond our vision, right? But when you get that call from God, you have to take that seriously and you have to listen. Because there's going to come a point, I believe, in time, in the future, whether if it's near future or distant future, but I think there's going to be a time where finally God is going to say, okay, I think your training is done. You are now going to be commissioned for what I've actually been preparing you to do or what I, you know, what I've prepared, you know, what everything that you've done now is the time where we're going to get you going on a different kind of mission. And it may piggyback off of what I've, you know, or any of us have done in the previous one, two, five, ten years. So I have no idea where this podcast goes. I don't know. Maybe it goes nowhere and maybe this is just preparing me to learn more possibly, right? By, by doing these podcasts, maybe it's just forcing me to dig more and to read more. And maybe this might be just an educational thing for myself as well as for other people. And it goes nowhere further than that. I don't know. But here's what I do know. The call from God is very real. Now, there's a lot of stuff out there going around about how the Sound of Freedom movie, right, is put on by bad people. I don't know one way or another, but there's definitely a human trafficking element that is existing in our world that needs to be exposed. Right? It needs to be exposed. And yes, I like what Rietta was saying. It's actually quite exciting when you just surrender and trust to him that's right because the unknown of what god provides really is exciting now it's a little bit nerve-wracking for some people because you know we're all used to being a bunch of control freaks i used to be one of them in fact let me let me correct that statement let me correct that statement i used to be one of them on a very severe level i still and working on surrendering 100%, it's pretty hard. I mean, I'm not going to make it seem like it's easy. It's pretty hard because when you try to control your own life for 30, 35 years, and then just to surrender it all together in one day, I mean, that's a very huge jump of faith. And I'm not saying I don't have faith because I absolutely do. But what I'm saying is it is challenging for those who are big control freaks. I don't want to make it seem like it's easy because it's not, right? So hearing that call and just completely surrendering is a very big deal. And like I said, I'm, I'm working daily myself, I think as we all are, right? But there's no doubt that as far as human trafficking and all the atrocities that are occurring out there, there's a lot of people that are ignorant and they are, a, you know, they are asleep of what's going on. I want to play a little audio piece by this woman. I believe her name is Nikki. She is a in law enforcement and she's going over some tactics here that some of these evil pieces of garbage will employ to try to obtain you. Let's let's hear this little audio real quick. Hi, my name is Nikki. Oh. 
Hi, my name is Nikki. I'm a police officer and a mom. And today I want to talk to you about some safety tips to avoid human trafficking. This is some serious shit, so make sure you pay attention. So first things first, we're going to talk about these zip ties. So what human traffickers do is they will go around to vehicles when they see people alone and they will put zip ties on your door handles, on your windshield wipers, on your mirrors. Um, they, they, they do this to alert and show other human traffickers because this is a big ring, okay? There's hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands of human traffickers that are involved in a ring. And so this is like a sign or a symbol to other human traffickers that, hey, we've targeted this person. This person is traveling alone. So if you see this, cut that shit off immediately. If you see a napkin shoved in your door handle of your car, do not touch it. More than likely, someone put that napkin there and it's going to have some type of drug or narcotic on it that will cause you to become disoriented, may, may cause you to pass out. So if you see this, call law enforcement. Do not touch it. You have kids, stop walking away from them at the grocery store. Just because they're in the cart does not mean that they are safe and secure. Do not walk away from them and leave them alone. Whether you want to believe it or not, human trafficking is happening everywhere, okay? It doesn't matter if you live in a high-income area or a low-income area. It's happening everywhere. Nobody is safe from it. So be aware, keep your eyes open, and pay attention. That's right. We are not immune to this, all right? We, we <clears throat> oh boy, now all of a sudden I'm, I'm hearing weirdness in my voice. Let's see. Oh, there we go. We are not immune to this, okay? This is something... Let me make sure my sound's all right. Check one, two. Okay, we're good. That was weird. Um, I was hearing like a slight echo in my headphones there. But, you know, this is something that's all over. It, it's not just in poor communities. It's not just in rich communities. It's all over. So there was just that part I wanted to share with you there. Um, now, before I get further into that type of discussion, I thought it was kind of interesting to see that the fires are building uh, that was storing, what was it? It was storing, I want to say... What was it? Let me read this here. It was storing a lot of the Pfizer vaccines. See, I had the number of how many pallets. Where is it? I thought I had it. Yeah, it had over 50,000 pallets of the clot shot. It was destroyed. Completely destroyed by a tornado in North Carolina. Rocky Mountain, North Carolina to boot. In fact, I worked with a YMCA in Rocky Mountain, North Carolina. It's right off the I-95 interstate there. And actually, from what I understand, because when I was there working with that YMCA, I talked to a lot of the locals there. Rocky Mountain, North Carolina is actually a halfway midpoint, speaking of human trafficking um, and drug running, by the way, that is a midpoint for, um, for, for meeting. So people from the Northeast, like New York, Boston, wherever, they meet down there in Rocky Mountain because it's a day's trip. And then people from down south, Florida particularly, they will meet up there. And Rocky Mountain, North Carolina happens to be a midway point from what I've understood from law enforcement and people that I talked to in that town. But yeah, in Rocky Mountain, that's where they had a Pfizer warehouse that had a, uh, it was a Pfizer plant. Um, it got shut down after an EF3 tornado completely destroyed it, just annihilated. I watched the videos of it and the photos and good riddance. 50,000 pallets of the clot shot destroyed, gone. Oh, darn. What will we, what will we ever do without that clot shot? <laughs> I know that is, that is reason to laugh. Yes. Yes. I think that is amazing news. Now, my thing is, 
my thing is, is there are some people out there who, who, um, so they're suggesting that the white hat Alliance has control over harp, which is basically weather modification using weather as a, as a weapon, right? Now, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But either way you look at it, this is just another miraculous example of how God works in mysterious ways. Now, if we could only see the Pfizer plant get destroyed in Michigan, which is in like the Kalamazoo area, by a major weather event, that would be amazing. They are expanding and growing down there. It's really crazy to see what's going on down there. So that needs to get destroyed too. But I will say this. I will say this because this is an interesting observation that I've made here in my local area. So as the extended forecasts have actually been showing up as sunny or partly sunny for 10 straight days now for, you know, the last several weeks, we have been hit now with about three or four separate occasions that in the last three weeks, we've been hit with like freak storms that would just pop up like pop-up storms. They pop up, they last maybe 20, 30 minutes. And then all of a sudden, boom, clear skies again. Like they're pop-up storms. And now when I say storms, I'm talking like we had one the other night with straight line winds. It felt like hurricane force, gale force winds hitting our house. It was insane. In Michigan, we call those straight line winds because they come right off Lake Michigan with fears, with, you know, fury. Now, I will say this, in my short time of living here in Michigan, this is not the norm, at least from my own experience. Now, getting straight line winds is typically in the fall when we get the, uh, you know, the storms that come across the lake and from the north. Yeah, that's a thing. But for them to just pop up and get, you know, 15, 20 minutes of storm and then boom, gone. I mean, that's that's not that's not in the norm. You find pop up storms like this in Florida by the ocean, not in Michigan. So it is possible that they may have control over HARP and they might be testing it out for directed weather hits. I don't know. Just a thought, something to think about. But again, nothing I'm putting a whole lot of credence into because I haven't put enough research into it. But from what I understand, there are some out there that do believe that the White Hat Alliance has control over HARP, which would be pretty amazing. Now, I want to kind of pivot to another topic real quick, and, and then we'll get into the Bible reading. Um, let's take a little listen to this one audio piece that describes exactly what the government indoctrination system wants and why they don't want you to develop critical thinking skills for your children. Let's give this a quick listen to. School system, they don't want us to learn about money because they just want to pump out good employees that do what they're told. I mean, if you look at school, it's opposite of what it takes to be successful in real life. Don't make a mistake. Do as you're told. Take take tests by yourself. Don't cooperate. Do it by yourself. Do it on your own. And... Um, the last thing was, uh, oh, there's only one right answer. No, there's tons of answers to a, a problem. So you come out of school scared to death of making a mistake. You do everything on your own. You don't cooperate. There's no synergy. There's no brainstorming. And there's only one right answer. Everybody wants to get the right answer. There's no one right answer. So I think people come out of school paralyzed. I think the school system is criminal in that it kills a child's spirit of learning. You know, some a child goes into school all excited about, yeah, I'm going to learn and it's going to be great. And then the teacher says, sit down and shut up. Don't talk. We don't care what you're interested in. That's right. Sit down and shut up. We're not interested in what you're talking about. And it's very interesting. This is why homeschooling needs to be of the utmost importance and priority for the average household. Now, here's something else that we need to go over real quick. And this is going to pivot us into 
a further discussion on rescuing the weak, and then we'll get into the Bible reading. So here is another audio piece. Now, this is talking about digital footprints online. Now, this is why, now my wife and I, we will never post pictures anymore online, on any social media of our daughter, um, because this, the, the technology that they have, is very, very real. They can take all photos and all videos that's posted and they can make a collective database in the AI system and create a much older version of what that daughter or son will look like in their adult years. And they can completely fabricate a digital adult of what he or she would look like and actually make the voice sound pretty much damn near exactly the same and could use it for nefarious purposes. Now watch this. This is pretty interesting. Now the video I'm playing is, is a commercial that people are like watching before like a movie in a movie theater. Give this a listen to. This is pretty eerie. Needs to see this. Hey, Dad. It's me, Ella. Well, a digital version of me. Just a bit older. Amazing what technology can do these days, isn't it? All you need are a couple of pictures, like the ones you share on social media, where they can be taken and used by everybody. I know, for you, these pictures are just memories. But for others, they are data. And for me, maybe the beginning of a horrible future. A future where my identity can be stolen just like that. Where I can go to prison for things that I would never do. Imagine my credit score being destroyed, Dad. Or my voice copied to scam you, Mom. Mom, I'm in trouble. I, I need you to send me money, please. I don't want to become a... A meme, humiliated by everyone at school. Kill yourself, you fucking loser. And I certainly don't want... this. What you share online is like a digital footprint that will follow me around for the rest of my life. I'm telling you this because I know you love me and would never do anything to harm me. So please, Mom. Please, Dad. Protect my virtual privacy. Whether you are a parent, a grandparent, an auntie, an uncle, a friend, a teacher, or a child care provider. A child's likeness is never safe online. 
That's right. So this is part of rescuing our weak. We cannot allow this to happen. We cannot allow the bad guys who have the ability to have access to this technology to be able to exploit our children and to be able to also digitize and make, you know, nudies and stuff like that and 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 just all the other atrocious things that they can do with this AI technology online because our listen, our digital footprint is not safe. I mean, me talking right now, I put myself in a vulnerable you know, risk all the time by having my face on the Internet, by having my voice on the Internet. But you know what? That is something that I'm going to have to step out on faith and allow God to just protect me with the Holy Spirit and believe that I will be all right because I am doing what I have to do to hear call, you know, God's call and to put out what we need to put out, which is God's word. Which speaking of God's word, let's get into Psalm 51, New King James Version, verse one. Have mercy upon me, O God, according to your loving kindness, according to the multitude of your tender mercies. Blot out my transgressions, wash me thoroughly from my iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my transgressions, and my sin is always before me. Against you, you only have I. Against you, you only have I sinned, and done this evil in your sight, that you may be found just when you speak and blameless when you judge. Behold, I brought forth in iniquity, and in sin my mother conceived me. Behold, your you desire truth in the inward parts, and in the hidden part you will make me to know wisdom. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Make me hear joy and gladness, that the bones you have broken may rejoice. Hide your face from my sins, and blot out all my iniquities." Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and uphold me by your generous spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your ways, and sinners shall be converted to you. Deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed, O God, the God of my salvation, and my tongue shall sing aloud of your righteousness." O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall show forth your praise. For you do not desire sacrifice, or else I would give it. You do not delight in burnt offerings. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. And these, O God, you will not despise. Do good in your good pleasure to Zion. Build the walls of Jerusalem. Then you shall be pleased with the sacrifices of righteousness, with burnt offerings and whole burnt offering. Then they shall offer bulls on your altar. So let's go over this for a minute. That's Psalm 51 verses 1 through 19. So this psalm is a heartfelt prayer that was penned down uh, by King David after his encounter with the prophet Nathan. And so this, this psalm actually offers us invaluable learning lessons, which a compelling, you know, it's a compelling homily um, to say the least. And it's a detailed summary that intertwines into the tapestry of repentance and redemption. Now, in this sacred text, what we read is King David's raw honesty and humility as he confronts his transgressions head on. He's taking accountability. You know, he doesn't shy away from his mistakes, but acknowledges them openly, setting an example for us to face our own shortcomings with courage and sincerity. Now, this is that accountability, again, that I was discussing just a few short days ago on another show. But from David's plea for mercy, we grasp the significance of seeking God's loving kindness, right, when, when we stumble. 
And he recognizes that true redemption begins with a humble heart seeking forgiveness from a compassionate and merciful God. But the psalm also teaches us that cleansing and renewal are not just external rituals, but require an internal transformation. And so David yearns in this psalm that he writes for a, uh, a purified heart and a steadfast spirit which serves as a reminder for us to seek that inner renewal and walk faithfully with God. This is what I was talking about earlier by submitting yourself 100% over our Father, right? Because one of the most striking lessons that we can learn from this is God's desire for contrition over external sacrifices. See, David's prayer emphasizes the importance of genuine remorse, showcasing that God values a broken spirit and a contrite heart. And this is actually one of the reasons why I'm, I, I, and you can actually, I, I, you know, I did this yesterday. I have obviously a little bit of a sailor mouth and I'm really actively trying to work on getting rid of that. One thing that my father-in-law does, he does what's called the act of contrition. Every time he says a swear word or a bad word, he recites the act of contrition prayer. Well, what's the act of contrition? Well, the act of contrition prayer goes like this. Oh my God, I am heartily sorry for having offended you and I detest all my sins because I dread the loss of heaven and the pains of hell, but most of all because they offend you. My God, who are all good and deserving of all my love, I firmly resolve with the help of your grace to confess my sins, to do penance, and to amend my life. Amen. And that's what I do. So anytime I say a swear word or a bad word because I want total transformation and I want total restoration, but in order to do that, I have to make sure that I recognize my shortcomings. I need to recognize when they occur. Now, some days I'm good at it. Other days, it flies right past me like a like a 300-mile-an-hour race car. And so my, my, my point is trying to really recognize when you're doing something you're not supposed to be doing, when you're saying something you're not supposed to be saying. In my case, bad words. And so this heartfelt prayer that King David displays here is displaying the power of true, genuine repentance by taking accountability for his own actions, right? Because he's revealing that no one is beyond redemption. No one. Regardless of their you know, position or their stature, and even a mighty king like David sought forgiveness and restoration from God. Again, why? Because he's man. He's not God himself. He is man. We are all men and women under God. And so this psalm also reminds us of the boundless mercy of God and his willingness to forgive those who approach him, you know, with a, uh, a sincere desire to change. See, it emphasizes that God looks beyond the external offerings and instead seeks true repentance from the depths of our soul. So kind of in conclusion with all of this, Psalm 51 serves as a very timeless reminder of a profound connection between repentance and redemption because it encourages us to embrace humility and confront our own shortcomings. And we all have them. And sometimes they rear their ugly head more on other days than some, you know, than others. But the key component here is we need to seek that forgiveness and inner renewal it's a daily thing. It's not a one and done thing. It's a daily process that we have to engage in. You have to continuously engage with a good conversation with Father because, you know, 
The thing is, we can draw closer to God's compassionate presence, but we also need to learn from King David's example and cultivate contrite hearts and knowing that in our brokenness, God's grace and healing awaits us. We just have to ask for it, genuinely ask for it and seek him. Because this powerful prayer, honestly, it needs to inspire all of us to seek reconciliation. Because the time's coming, folks. I'm not going to sit here and preach revelation at the end of days as it's right around the corner. I'm not saying that. But I am saying the time is coming where you're going to have to pick a side. Are you on the side of God? Are you on the side of Satan? You need to seek that reconciliation with our Creator and Heavenly Father. And he will guide us on that path of repentance and humility and steadfast devotion. And may we heed these lessons of Psalm 51 and in doing so find true joy and restoration in God's boundless mercy. And so that is the reading of Psalm 51 in my little short summary there. So back to the discussion of rescuing the weak, right? Protecting the voiceless. See, we kind of started off by discussing the sound of freedom and how it could be used. See, there's no doubt, there's no doubt in my mind that the sound of freedom is being used by God as a red pill tool to help many sleepers out there awake to the truth of the atrocious crimes that's you know being perpetrated by these monsters that surround us globally. There's no doubt that that's occurring. Now, there are some who believe, and actually there's many that believe it, and I've heard both sides, but there are many who believe that the sound of freedom and the people behind that movie are funded by dark money and very, very bad people and have affiliations with, with Hillary and Bill Clinton, right, and their foundation. I mean, we're talking some very bad people. Now, this could all very well be true. I don't know because I'm just going to put it right out there. I have not researched this enough to speak intelligently on it and firmly. I don't know. There's a lot out there. We're hearing so much from both sides. I just urge you to take caution and use strict discernment given to you by God in what you are reading and believing. I'm, that's all I'm going to say on that subject. This is why I haven't spoken on this one way or another in a firm stance because I simply don't have all the facts yet. I'm just reading a comment here. Uh, Trump just had Tim and Jim at a private movie showing. It was confusing, but I am trusting God will reveal truth. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Who knows what's going on? I don't know. Um, we're hearing so much from so many about so many different people. Who knows who's a good, who's a bad person? This is, this is that fifth generational warfare that we're speaking on. It is meant to confuse the enemy. It is meant to also confuse the sleepers out there. It's also meant to confuse the people who are actually in the process of being awake or already awake. you got to understand, this war we are in a war. Make no mistake. It may not be looking like we have tanks and guns being shot off on the hillside and beyond the distance in the woods, you know, like we're in World War One or World War II, but this is a war. And yes, like Rietta was saying, thankfully, people are talking about trafficking, and that's what we're kind of going to bring a little bit of um, awareness on some other program because my mom sent me a text which is very interesting um, on something but we need to we need, and I'm going to get into that in a second but we need to recognize the deeper and darker motives if let's just say okay let's just say if this mo movie sound of freedom right let's just say if this movie was produced by bad people or good it doesn't matter good or bad 
all right? Because we can all agree that God can take everything, even bad things, and turn it for his glory. We already know that. So hallelujah to that. We have a great God. Okay, we have a wonderful, glorious God. He can take all evil and turn it into good for his glory. But while he is doing that, we also need to recognize the deeper and darker motives behind why this movie would come out if it was by these evil scumbags. Okay, let's just say if. Because like I said, my mom sent me something via text and showed me some screenshots of what Florida, the Florida Masonic groups are doing um, down there by offering, it's like a Florida Masonic ID program for children. The, the, the mission, and I, I did a little research on this, not a whole lot, but I was looking this up briefly. But the mission of this childlike ID program is to provide a vital communication. Interesting. Then I found this little video clip. So I'm going to play this audio. This is from Georgia. Give this a quick listen to, okay, regarding the same, because the Masons all across the nation are doing this. They're doing this in Michigan. They're doing this in, um, they're doing this everywhere. Give us a listen. When a child goes missing, the Amber Alert system can make a huge difference in a terrifying situation. The Georgia Masons provide the Georgia CHIP program free of charge as a public service and as a gift to the citizens of our state. Ross Laver explains. The GA CHIP program provides information to a parent that they can use uh, to provide to police in the event that a child or, or, or a person becomes missing. They, in the package that they receive, they get a CD. The CD has photos, fingerprints, a video interview, which is very important. The photos are forensically correct photos. Uh, speaking particularly that everybody's ears are different. So there's a shot of each ear, which is clear and determinable, uh, as well as the demographics of the child, height, weight, age, parents, name, uh, address, and phone number. In addition to that, within the kit, there is an appliance. We use a dental appliance uh, that contains DNA and scent, as well as the child's dental impression. Uh, perhaps most important of those is the scent because with scent, we're hoping to be able to track that child and return them with, as quickly as possible. We gather the information together, run it into the computer, copy it off on a CD, and then all the data goes right back to the parents to be kept, maintained until hopefully they'll never need it. But if they do need it, uh, it'll all be available for them there in a single package. They can turn the package over to the local law enforcement, and uh, in a matter of minutes, nationwide, their picture will be on the news. Nope, 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 nope. Anybody who engages in this, you're putting your children at more harm's way. Do not put your crap out there that belongs to your child, your bi their biological makeup. No. What did we just read or listen to earlier about the digital footprint of our children online? You are just in, you're just in, you're, you're adding fuel to this fire. No. Then there's this also this other thing called the International Order of the Rainbow Girls. Let's read what the heck that is. The International Order of the Rainbow Girls. It's something by the Masonic, the Masonic Lodge. Let's, let's, let's look at Wikipedia real quick on what this, what this looks like. Hold on. Let me pull this up real quick. Click on this. Hold on. All right. Let me just zoom in a little bit here. The International Order of Rainbow Girls is a Masonic youth service organization that teaches leadership training through community service. Young women learn about the 
value of charity and service through their work and involvement with their annual, local, and grand state or county service projects. The order came into existence back in 1922. Interesting. When the Reverend W. Mark Sexton, a Freemason, was asked to make an address before the South McAllister Chapter 149, Order of the Eastern Star in McAllister, Oklahoma, and as the Order of Damalay, I believe is how it's pronounced, had come under this close study during the Masonic activities, and he suggested that a similar order for young women would be beneficial. The first initiation consisted of the class of 171 young women on April 6, 1922, in the auditorium of the Scottish Rite Templar in McAllister, Oklahoma, and the original name was the Order of the Rainbow Girls. Interesting. Interesting. So, I don't care what Wikipedia has on here. They could say that they do charity work and hope work and and teach faith and and, and all this other stuff. But you know what I think here? This is what I'm going to tell you right now. There is no doubt that this is a mechanism to groom. See, somebody, this is another screenshot my mom sent me. Okay, this was from a video on BitChute. I tried finding it, and surprise, surprise, the video doesn't exist. Um, but it says Rainbow Girls. This was a, a, a screenshot. It says Rainbow Girls must watch if you don't know about it. And then it had the the URL address, which was HTTPS colon uh, forward slash forward slash www.bitshoot.com forward slash video forward slash. And then the letter P, the number four, letter O. Lowercase j, capital J, cap, uh, lowercase l, excuse me, lowercase k, l, g, capital H, d, m, t, forward slash. So, I mean, if you can follow that. But I clicked on it. There was no video. It was gone. But it says right here in the title, warn others out there. There are groomers in every town in America, and this is what they look like. They are now, and then the description says, they are now training kids to recruit for them. This evil will not stop unless we stop it. The more they can make the groomers look like us and fit in, the more successful they will have, the more success they will have. Young minds are very pliable, more training and indoctrination. And then underneath it is like a little thumbnail screenshot photo of a bunch of young girls. They look like, um, let me zoom in on this picture right real quick. They look like, hold on, come on, expand. They look, it looks like almost like a prom picture because they're all in dresses. Now, above this photo of, let's see, there's one, two, three, four, and I'll post this one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 girls. Okay. Um, it looks like a prom photo. And then in the background on the wall is an upside down star. Now, this upside down star, I've always wondered what this was. Now, this makes sense. This is for the International Order of Rainbow Girls because when I was going through Mesick, Michigan one time, I was coming back down south from Traverse City on a, on a delivery. And you know those signs when you enter in the outskirts of a town? You see those signs that have like the Elks Order or the Masonic Order or like, you know, different organizations that exist in that town, right? Like, you know what I'm talking about. They always exist at the, you know, the um entrance of you know a lot of towns typically well i saw this upside down star with all the different colors there was a red point off to the left a blue point off to the right and then the bottom right a yellow bottom left a green and then the bottom point which points down white okay an upside down pentagram 
I mean, it definitely looks evil. I saw that on one of these signs. I was like, what in the world could this be? Well, just like an upside down cross, this upside down star in a pentagram is a very satanic thing. So make no mistake. They will do whatever they can to groom our children and to make them more look like us. So it's easier for them to traffic and to try to, you know, obtain our children and women. See, here's the thing back to the movie, right? It would seem like this movie, if it was put on by the bad people, because a lot of people say, well, why would the bad people put out something like this? This is red pilling so many people. Sure. Yes, it is. And that's part of God's plan. Okay. Again, because he could take all bad things and make it into a good, glorious thing, an outcome for others to wake up. Okay. I will agree with you on that. But let's also look at something else. We also always have to look to the flip side of that coin. Okay. Because for every reaction, there's an opposite reaction, right? For every action, there's an opposite reaction. And so it would seem like if this movie was put out by the bad people, it would be the goal to instill fear and anxiousness in parents who go to see this movie, Sound of Freedom, right? So the thing is, is this could create enough fear, sadly, in these parents that this could happen to their own child and then go get their own child chipped and get their biometric, you know, makeup in a digital system. You see how this can kind of start looking like a dark operation of, you know, by these evil pieces of scumbags. It's that whole typical problem, reaction, solution, problem, reaction, solution, and then cue the Freemasons for their little solution by introducing this, this, this digital ID chipping program for children. I would not trust this with a 10 foot pole with my own daughter. I'm sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Don't give a crap. I think it's a bad idea. I think all you're doing is, you know, look, even the whole 23andMe, you know, where you can go get your, uh, find out your genealogy and your family bloodline and all this other stuff, where you come from and who you might be related to. I won't even do that. But from my understanding, if there's family members like aunts and uncles above me, and I have a few actually on my dad's side that have done this, they say that if they done it, they already got your biometrics. I mean, listen, I, I, I look, I am a hazmat gas hauler. Okay. I'm a gas hauler. So my crap's already out there. I have to get fingerprinted. I have to give all this information. I mean, I'm hauling very, very volatile, you know, products up and down the interstate highways. They need to make sure I'm not a terrorist. So, you know, that's what I signed up for. But don't sign up for this stuff willy-nilly for your children. It's not a good idea. Because the way technology is evolving today, they can do anything with your digital photos, videos, and audio. You have to take extreme caution with how they do things or, you know, with how you put stuff out there. See, I think that the more that this type of information and truth starts to kind of seep out, I think the more, the more momentum 
that begins to be gaining, you know, because people are going to continue to wake up. People are waking up more and more by the day. And they're going to do their best to center. They're going to try to shut down the internet. And a lot of people might scoff at that. They're like, come on, Jason, shut up. You sound like a crazy loony. They can't shut down the internet. Don't be so sure. We have a government that cannot be trusted. Republicans and Democrats, see, this whole, this is the thing that cracks me up now. People who are still caught up in the Republican-Democrat narrative, the conservative and liberal narrative, the right, the left, the red, the blue, the gay, the straight, the freaking retarded, the intelligent, it doesn't matter. The more mechanisms they can, that they, they, the bad people, the more mechanisms that they can, that they can put out there to divide us, the more that they're going to win and succeed. See, they want us divided against each other, right? <coughs> Excuse me. They want us divided against each other. They don't want us united. They don't want us to look at each other as just brothers and sisters of Christ and as Americans. They don't want us looking at, a, at each other like family and friends. They want us divided, right? They want us divided. And I think that, that the more we become more united and the more that we start understanding what's really going on, the people in charge of some of these pretty dangerous, I, I shouldn't say dangerous technologies, they're good technologies if at the right hands, they're going to try to, again, shut down the internet. And again, don't think they can't do that because there has been a lot of interruptions with internet across this nation. We've been tracking it. Cell phone service going down. Internet going down for, you know, household internet services. And there's actually a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes here, I guess, with like social media companies. There's, there's a lot that I was, I was told that I can't even regurgitate and tell you because there is so much behind but they're they are trying to ramp up for a shutdown of the internet let's listen to this real quick now i don't know who this guy is somebody on tiktok i've i found him but but remember that that bill that the 118th congress tried passing in their first session it was to uh, basically censor the internet let give this a quick listen to okay just listen to this maybe it might make a little bit more uh, sense and give you more insight literally about to take control of the entire internet you need to see this probably know it as the tiktok ban bill but it does so much more than just that it actually does more than any bill i think we've ever seen here are the main takeaways foreign adversaries can change by definition but a few are already listed uh, but these definitions can change at any time so this means they could literally call a group of doctors foreign adversaries when they loosely define something that's how you know they're trying to slip control over you the bill covers hardware technology like modems, routers, and home cameras, and virtual tech like VPNs, and basically bans them if they are manufactured by or used to contact and deal with foreign adversaries. So a VPN is a virtual private network, and basically that just allows somebody like me or you to be able to search on Google without Google knowing every little bit of data about us from our computer. Using VPNs to bypass banned apps such as TikTok is made a criminal act under this bill, and the penalty? a minimum imprisonment of 20 years and a minimum fine of $250,000 or $1 million, depending if you knowingly did so to access banned content. 
The bill gives the federal government the power to monitor any activity used by these suspected devices, virtual or otherwise. Essentially, they can monitor what you are doing at home 24-7 without even informing you. This includes things such as routers, video games, streaming apps, smart thermostats, ring cameras, basically anything that uses the internet. Keep in mind, these devices do include your cell phone and Alexa. We all know they listen to us anyway by the ads that we see. Just know the difference now is they'll be able to use what you say against you in a court of law. Now, the real terrifying part of all of this, as if that all wasn't terrifying enough, is that the bill goes on to state that this will happen by the president appointing a secretary of communication. That secretary then forms a group on their own without any voter input whatsoever. This group can have meetings behind closed doors. They don't have to disclose anything. They can ban and deem anything inappropriate or a risk to security at any moment in time. And if they do, they can go through your instant messages, your emails, texts, basically anything that uses the internet and they can censor it. If this passes, you won't be seeing videos like this because apps like Telegram that allow people like me to tell the truth will be removed. Everybody knows there's good people and bad people in the government. If this passes, which part of that government gets to decide what's content that should be banned and what content should be shown? Think about that deeply. In summary, this bill can effectively ban anything the government deems inappropriate extremely quickly without warning. Ramifications of this range from breaking up mass communication methods to even watching the cameras in your home, aka spying on you. It really is that bad and I am not speaking in hyperbole. We all know banning books from libraries is insane. Now they want to put you in jail for accessing one of the banned books, metaphorically. They absolutely want complete control and they're betting on you being too dumb to look into it. So maybe it's time we all wake up a little more and look a little deeper into everything around us. That's right. And listen, <clears throat> again, don't be so surprised if they actually try to do this. I mean, I, boy, I have so much audio I want to play, but there's just not a time for it. I got another six minute piece, but just for the sake of time, I'm going to, we're going to eliminate that and do that on a different day. But, but the bottom line is you, you can't, you can't trust this de facto government that we got again, because all of them, all of them. Both sides, because remember, it's a uni party. It's not right or left. They are two wings of the same bird. It's oppressive. It's tyrant, you know, tyrannical. They are acting as like they're fascist. And they are not to be trusted. They do not have our best interest at heart. And again, the more ways that they can use to divide us, the better in a, you know, of a position that they will be in. This is why stuff like this TikTok ban bill is trying to be passed because they want, they don't want us to be united. They don't want us knowing the truth. They don't want us knowing what they are doing. Okay, this is why we reassemble our states, ladies and gentlemen. This is why we are doing what we are doing. Restoring the Republic, getting the power back into the hands of the people, not a few select, a select few in the D.C. swampland or other governments around the world for that matter. See, the power should have always been in the hands of the people. Not a select few. And actually, my mom was just telling me, um, actually, that my cousin, Katie, who lives up, uh, I think, in South Carolina, she's uh, down there visiting down there, and she's listening there. Her and my mom are having coffee right now. So I wanted to do a shout-out to my little cousin, Katie. What up, cuz? 
<laughs> North Carolina, my bad. North Carolina, not South Carolina. Um, but yeah, so they're, they're down there. They're visiting. Uh, I had my aunt and uncle come out from uh, from Colorado. They were visiting my grandparents. So that was really cool. I'm, I wish we could have been down there. But, you know, we got so much stuff going on up here. But, but you know, it, it's just, uh, you know, people, all I'm just going to tell you is you, you got to use discernment. Don't take what these scumbags in D.C. are telling you for face value. Because, again, it's kabuki theater. Don't let them divide us. Don't let them be divided against your neighbor. Look, I used to be caught up in that whole left-right paradigm, right? And maybe it was for good reason for them. Because, again, the more that we war against each other and the more that we are divided against each other, it takes our eyes off of them and all the corrupt, evil, satanic bullshit. We'll just call it for what it is, bullshit, what they're doing in the background. And yes, like Rietta's saying right here, united we stand, divided we fall. A nation divided against itself cannot stand. They do not want we the people to have the power back in our hands. They don't. So, um, I want to play one last audio because this is pretty funny. I wonder if I still have it here. Hold on, let me pull this up. Um, oh, crap, did I... Tell me I did not just, did I really just get rid of, this bitters me. All right, well, I just deleted it or exited out of the window. It was another thing, but you know what? No, uh, it is worth finding. Hold on. I'm going to find it because this is actually worth hearing. It's by our friend. It's by our buddy, uh, by our you know favorite friend in Georgia, Buddy Brown. Hold on. Uh, let me find a YouTube. Oop, wrong keyboard. I got two keyboards here. YouTube. Let's bring up the boob tube here real quick. All right. Buddy Brown. Let's see if I can find this again. All right. It's about four four minutes, but I think it's worth playing. Ah, man, I just don't know if I want to have... You know what? We'll save this for a different show because I usually try not to... I don't want to try to go over an hour. Um, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you just got to take caution on what you're listening to, who you're listening to and the information that you're getting take and really exercise strict discernment. We are in a fifth generation war. There's a lot of misinformation, disinformation, malinformation, as we're hearing there's a lot of garbage floating around out there. All of us are trying to get to the truth. It doesn't matter what side you previously were on. I don't care if you were a Biden voter, a Trump lover, a Bernie Sanders supporter, or a, you know, a Ronald Reagan or JFK support. It doesn't matter anymore at this point going forward. What matters is we recognize the corrupt, the corruption and the satanic nature of who is trying to run our country and our world and who is trying to take it down from within. They do not have our best interest at heart, folks. This is why I say we only need to trust and put our faith in God and Jesus Christ. That's it. Because we cannot trust in man. We cannot trust in the institutions of man. We need to unite. Jesus came to unite us and to redeem us. 
Satan, Lucifer, that little scumbag that he is, I want to just throat stomp his ass down back into hell so bad, he wants to divide. He wants to sow chaos in our lives and stir up shite. You understand what I'm saying? So we're going to end this in prayer. And yes, I'm going to play Jason Aldean's song again. Try that in a small town. You know, the one that CMT banned from their channel because they deemed it. Oh my God, he's doing, he is promoting gun violence and lynching. No, he's not. Shut up, you freaking babies. Stop it. Stop it. So let's pray real quick. Heavenly Father, just want to say thank you for this time together. I really do appreciate all that you do for us. I thank you for my family. I thank you for the good health you provide us. I thank you uh, for the family time that my family is, is enjoying with each other down there in Florida. Uh, but most importantly, I do appreciate all the people that come here, that come and download, you know, listen to the download, that come to the live show. I, I really, really do appreciate all of this. And, you know, Father, we just ask for the prayers and special intentions and those unanswered prayers that people hold deep in their heart. You know, the prayers that people are either too shy to put out in the open or maybe they don't know how to put into, you know, words. Um, there's people that don't even probably know how to pray. We pray for those people who hold special prayers and intentions in their heart. Let, please answer those prayers for those people. Please help them and help the fallen, help the, the lost, bring them in, give them comfort, give them warmth, let them know you're there. You're there to protect. You're there to guide them. And even though you're there to guide and protect them and, uh, you know, myself, we know that bad things will still occur. But we know all bad things that occur, you can turn for the good and glory of you. We know this. And we trust you. And we pray for our lost children. We pray that you help us rescue the weak and protect the weak, protect the children, protect the widows, protect the elderly. Anyone who doesn't have a voice, let's raise their voices up because united we stand, divided we fall. We need to be united under one banner, and that's the banner of Christ. Not Republicans, not Democrats, conservative, liberal, left, right. It, we need to be united as one people. Father, help us get united. And show us the way. And we pray all of this. Oh! Excuse me. And Rietta adds to the prayer. I love when she adds her prayers. Father, we give you praise. Lord, thank you that we can trust your perfect will. And Lord, even during the trials you use for good, our faith is strengthened as we can trust you always. And Lord, help us to discern truth and to be bold to fight against the evil. Protect us, Lord, as we fight for righteousness. Let us be quick to listen slow to answer, and slow to anger. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen, ladies and gentlemen. What another good show and a blessing to be here with all of you guys. I really do appreciate all of you. You guys are wonderful. This has been such a joy and an honor. And I do apologize for not being on the air last night. But, you know, I had a very long day, long week. It's been a really long week at work, to be quite honest with you. It's been insane. Um, and it's not going to let up anytime soon, but hey, it's going to eventually kind of, you know, even out. It'll be good. I'm not too worried about it. But um, without further ado, I am going to play that Jason Aldean. Try that in a small town. 
remember, I do not own the rights or reserve the rights to this song. I do not profit off this song. I don't make any money off this podcast. And holy moly, I am hearing a ton of rushing water above me. My wife must have something on. What are you doing up there? Hold on. Should we bug the wife? Let's bug the wife for a minute. My cousin would think this is funny. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Where, where, there it is. Let, let's bug her. Pick up. I know you're up there. Hello. What are you doing up there? It sounds like a freaking waterfall up there. Yeah, you're above the bathroom. I feel like I'm under <laughs> Niagara Falls. I'm hearing. <laughs> what is that? You're next to the plumbing. I know, and I feel like a turd being next to the plumbing. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, from on a whole serious note, you mm-hmm. did you hear that video that I was talking about uh, that I was playing? Um, that police officer talking about all the different signs that human traffickers try to do, like you know the zip tie. Yeah, yeah. Do you have? I know you do a lot of research on that. Do you have any <laughs> other things um, that that you? So they, they they talked about the zip tie thing. They talked about don't lift up any napkins under your windshield wipers or that might be stuffed inside your uh, door handle of your vehicle. What are some other tactics off the top of your head? And if you can't think, not a big deal. We can just move on and we'll just call the bug a wife segment for what it is a flop because that's, you know, it happens. But is there anything on the top of your head that you can remember from what you've researched that they try to do to target women and children? Money under the windshield wipers. Oh, that's right. Money. That's right. Yeah. What do they because put it up? gets it gets the woman out of the car. Um, so either just steal the car or traffic or whatever. Um, another new one they're doing is on the red of lights on someone's car. They will put a W for a woman. And if she has children, they will put times however many kids there are. Me would be W times one. Oh. Multiple kids, W times two, W times four. And, and that will be a marker trigger for other parking lots to watch out for this specific vehicle. This is what's in the vehicle. And they do that on the taillights? On any of the red part of the lights. Red part of the lights. Okay. Which would tip- it blends in and people don't look for that because people are waking up to the zip ties, the napkins, the tissues, uh... whatever, and the doors. Um, that one's less noticeable. And the money is an obvious one because people are going to want to go for money. Oh, you know, Rietta just put something in the chat. That's very interesting. She, I never thought about this. She says, I think the stickers that say baby on board are dangerous because you're just, yeah, very true. Cause that almost seems like you're advertising the cargo that you're carrying. Wow. I mean, I get why they have it because, you know, supposedly it's for, you know, EMTs, you know, if you ever get in an it's, accident. Yes, if you're in an accident, it's to know that there's a child in the car for an accident. But yeah, but she does raise a good point. I mean, that could be used for bad people too, but wow. Yes. Huh. Wow, wow, wow. I tell you, it, it, what a sick freaking world. These sick freaks need to go to hell. And so people also need to watch their bumper stickers where my child's an honor student of this school. They play Ooh. with this soccer club. They do this or this at specific schools or clubs or whatnot you know it also is another target that's another interesting point so ladies and gentlemen this is part of rescuing the week that's why this title of this show is called rescuing the week rescue you know protecting the voiceless yes children have a voice but we are the parents and we are their guardians and if we're continuously advertising 
what our children are, what they're doing, where they're at, who they're affiliated with. We are just making them more vulnerable. We cannot do that. We need to protect our children. Be vigilant. I mean, this is my wife. Listen, I'm so glad I have a wife that is situationally aware. This is why we need to take our pistols and we want, we need to practice more. We need to shoot more. She, you know, because at the end of the day, uh, when you're a carrier, you know, when you have a concealed carry, I mean, you just pray and hope to God that you never have to use it. But at the end of the day, I'd rather have it and not need it than need it and not have it because there are so many of them out there. As we know, they try to blend in with us. They try to look like us. They try to sound like us. They could be living right next door to you and you don't even know. Anyways, any final thoughts or anything else you want to share, babe? Because I know you're just like a wealth of knowledge. <laughs> Another one that you don't want to do um, is names. Names on a backpack, names on a lunchbox, especially uh, if they're in day camps, going to school, field trips. Because all they have to do is call that child by name and they instantly feel like they know that person. Yep. Yeah. No names on shirts when masks were a thing. No names on anything. Don't let your kids' names be known. Interesting. Yeah. See, these are all things that the average man or woman wouldn't think to, to, to think about, but you know, just your basic information that you don't think would be a big deal can make a world of difference to somebody who is in a, in, in, in an intelligence type of operation. Um, because let's, let, I mean, we, we can't, we can't let these scumbags, um, we can't, we can't discredit them. The, they might be monsters, but they're very intelligent, right? I mean, they can use some of the most basic information and exploit it for some of the worst possible outcomes. Mm-hmm. So, well, very good. Well, I guess this bug a wife segment was not a flop after all, huh? <laughs> Shut up, Alvin. I hate you, you stupid chipmunk. <laughs> I hate that guy. I really do not like that chipmunk. Remind me, we need to put out, we, we, I need to shoot him. I need to shoot that stupid thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Love you. Bye. <laughs> but anyways, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that is all for the day. I'm going to play that. Try that in a small town by Jason Aldean. And then we'll close out the show and we will be back here tomorrow morning, probably because I enjoy doing this. This is fun. I don't know. We'll see either tomorrow morning or tomorrow evening. We'll see. I don't know. But if I do it in the morning, it's possible. I might just be lazy and say, yeah, we'll be back here Sunday. We'll see. I don't know. It's been such a busy summer, but I hope you all have a wonderful day, wonderful night, wherever you're at in the world. God bless. Remember, eyes on Jesus. Keep him in your heart. He won't steer you wrong, okay? And don't listen to that Satan devil guy. That guy sucks, all right? All right, ladies and gentlemen, till then or the next time, God bless, and we will be back. I'm thinking tomorrow. I think. I think we'll be back tomorrow. God bless, ladies and gentlemen. On a sidewalk Carjacking old lady at a red light Pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store You think it's cool, act a fool if you like Cuss out a cop, spit in his face Scope on the flag and light it up Yeah, you think it's tough Well try that in a small town See how far you make it down the road Around here we take care of our own You cross that line, it won't take long for you to 
find out, I recommend you don't Try that in a small town Got a gun that my granddad gave me They say one day they're gonna round up Well that shit might fly in the city Good luck, try that in a small town See how far you make it down the road Around here we take care of our own You cross that line, it won't take long For you to find out, I recommend you don't Try that in a small town Full of good old boys Raised up right If you're looking for a fight gentlemen remember ladies and gentlemen we are firm we are steadfast and we are uncompromising the enemy has crossed that line for the last time it is up to people like you and I to hold that line they've crossed the line way too many times and it is time for us to stand up this republic and get after it we gotta do this for God. We gotta do this for our families. We gotta do this for America, for the voiceless. It's time to get after, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining the show.
Don't forget to check out the website, www.hisheartline.com. And if you want to know more about how to get involved with your assembly, go to www.national-assembly.net. That's www.national-assembly.net. It's time to get active, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go. Joining us here at His Heart Line. We'll see you back here next time.